BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Baxter outside the left junction hands it off to Hawes. Lob it up for Gavin yes! in the alley throwdown. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years tonight. The BYU Cougars play their third game in four days as they host the Utah Valley Wolverines. BYU 2-0 after defeating New Orleans on Thanksgiving night, 86-61. While it wasn't the three-point barrage that BYU had in Game 1 against Westminster, the Cougars still hit 10 threes en route to the 25-point win. Alex Barcelo once again Came up big, led the Cougars in scoring, finishing with 19 points. A.B. right now is averaging 22 points per game through the first two contests. And listen to these shooting numbers. He's shooting 69% from the field and 67% from three. That is insane and a fantastic way for Alex Barcelo to begin the season for the BYU Cougars. Now, BYU had five players score in double figures, including 11 points and 10 rebounds from Richard Harwood, his first Double-double as a BYU Cougar. The news was not all positive, however, as forward Gavin Baxter went down in the first half with a knee injury. We are still waiting on official word on his status. As soon as we know anything, we will certainly pass it along to you. Now, tonight, UVU makes the short four-mile drive from Orem to the Marriott Center. BYU holds the series advantage, winning three out of the four matchups. The Wolverines, they are 1-0 and after beating Adams State on Thursday 100-75. to That was actually not a game that was originally scheduled. Uh, this game against BYU was supposed to be their second game uh, of the season, but their first game was supposed to be against Stanford. Uh, That game was canceled due to COVID issues, uh, but the Wolverines able to scramble and get Adam State on the schedule to pick up one game and one victory before facing the Cougars tonight. Obviously a lot of ties between these two programs with Coach Pope coming to BYU from UVU, not to mention Brandon Averett, Richard Harward, and Wyatt Lowell, all former Wolverines. UVU coached by Mark Madsen, the former Stanford Cardinal and NBA World Champion with the Lakers. Now, I mentioned the former Wolverines turned Cougars, but there are a couple of former Cougars turned Wolverines. Blaze Neald and Colby Lafeson are both on Utah Valley's roster. The Wolverines, they will be the biggest test of the first three games for the Cougars. UVU has a 6'11 center named Fardaz Amak, who redshirted last season and last played at Mercer during the 2018-2019 season. Amak had 24 points and 18 rebounds against Adams State on Thursday. Meanwhile, guards Trey Woodbury and Jamison Overton each scored 22, so they certainly have some firepower coming in. They will be shorthand tonight. Tim Fuller, Evan Cole, and the aforementioned Colby Lafeson will not play tonight due to COVID issues. That means that the Wolverines will be without two bigs, one guy who's 
ten, the other six nine, plus a bigger guard in Lafson who's six four. So that's certainly going to be a uh, a big time loss for the Wolverines tonight. However, this should be a fun matchup tonight at the Marriott Center. Now, because BYU is playing UVU, of course, I had to get one of the former Wolverines for our pregame player interview. Brandon Averett has played well in his first two games as a Cougar. The Richardson, Texas native started his career at Oklahoma State, followed by UVU, and now BYU. I caught up with Brandon after the game on Thursday. The win over New Orleans, obviously, you guys start 2-0, you love that. It certainly was a different type of victory than the first game of the season. How would you compare and contrast the two wins that you guys have under your belt right now? Like you said, we're, we're, we're happy to win both games, but uh, they're, they're kind of two totally different teams in the way they approach the game and, and how they guard and just their physicality. Uh, Westminster was more of a kind of a shooting team and and this team was looking to get downhill and drive more and get to get to the free throw line, draw fouls. And it was kind of just a physical game. And we knew that coming in that it was it wasn't going to be anything what we saw last night. So I'm, I'm, I'm just glad we adjusted and, and figured out a way to put out the win. Well, your first game, you had 15 points tonight. You had 11. How are you feeling out there? I feel great. You know, I mean, uh, it was a little frustration out there just just with the fouls. I just got to just adjust to, to the calling and, and stuff like that. But. Uh, Coach Pope has this saying, turn frustration into fight. And that's what I, I was trying to do out there. And I succeeded, I feel like. And it was fun to be out there and get another win with my with my family. So, You know, every game obviously has a flow of its own. Every, it's, you're going to have different things to deal with. How difficult is it to play in a game like that where there's so many foul calls, you can't get into any rhythm at all? That has got to be really frustrating. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely frustrating, but uh, Coach Pope knew we was gonna see some. We was gonna go through some frustration throughout this game, just just because, like you're saying, they they kind of just try to take you out of your offense and just make everything tough. So I mean, uh, he just preached just be force, uh, just play with force, pace, space, extra pass, and, and that's 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 our saying, and we stuck to it tonight, and we we got the dub. You're one of the new guys on the team that I know everybody was really excited to see come in and see what you could do with this team. You you obviously have played a lot of basketball in your career, but first year with BYU, what's this experience been like? And even though it's it's really early in your career here, what's the overall experience been with your teammates and your coaches and just the whole atmosphere at BYU? It's just been it's been phenomenal. You know, I love the atmosphere and I just love the juice that everybody brings every day. You know, I mean, I can't, ever since I got here, I've felt it every single day and it's been no let up. We've, we've just continued to get better and build off our, the energy that we bring every day. And everybody's so loving and it's a family oriented environment. And I just love being here. And, and I love that I decided to, to make a decision to come here. I heard you on a post game the other night and, and you were joking, like you wanted to play for coach Pope three years ago. And now you finally actually get a chance to do that. That's crazy that it's taken this long for you to actually play for him. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, whenever I first met coach Pope, I never ever thought three or four years later, I'll finally be able to get, get my first few games with, with coach. But I mean, it, it feels, it feels a phenomenal. I feel, I feel great being out there with him. I feel so confident. I mean, he has my back and I'm out there going to war for, for him and, and, and his team, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's real exciting. I'm, I'm just I'm ready to just continue to keep winning, basically. The next opponent is obviously a team that you were a part of with UVU. What are your thoughts on taking on the Wolverines? Will it be a little weird? I mean, yeah, it'll be a little weird for sure. I mean, this kind of 
this will be my first time kind of playing a, a former school that I, that I went to. So it'll be definitely a different experience, but I'm going to go out there and compete with my brothers and, and try to fight and, and get a win, just like we've been doing for the just like we're going to do for the rest of the season. The other part that makes it really strange is that the fact that the campuses are four miles apart, that that just doesn't happen. I mean, you can have campuses that are close, but most are not going to be literally five minutes from each other. That's It probably helps your transition out a little bit, I would think. Yeah, definitely. It definitely made it much easier than just like the whole moving part and, and transferring and, and me knowing the understanding the, the environment out here and knowing my way around here, it definitely was beneficial just to kind of move down the street. Cause I mean, I've been here for, this is going to be my third year being in Utah. So I'm kind of already used to this environment and, and I've already had to adjust to everything and just being in a new everything. So, I mean, it's been, it's been exciting and I'm ready to just keep this thing rolling. What's your scouting report on UVU from the guys that you know are there? How would you describe the Wolverines and, and how they want to play? I'm not really sure how they're how they're playing this year. Uh, but last year it was kind of it was kind of just a, a lot of kind of iso ball, you know, trying to just get downhill, get to the get to the rim. Uh, we didn't shoot the ball that great last year. So, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of threes we were trying to look for. It was it was kind of just score how we can kind of thing. So, I mean, it wasn't a specific way we had that we played, but. We were kind of dynamic in what we used to do. So I was talking with Alex Barcelo before the season opener against Westminster, and I was asking him about his jersey change from four to now 13. Now, you're wearing number four. So I did some research. So in high school, you wore number five. Mm -hmm. At Oklahoma State, you were zero. At UVU, you were 11. Mm -hmm. So why four? Honestly, I tried to get uh, number zero again, but – once I once I got here, it, it had already been taken. So uh, I just I just decided let me just try a new number again and just go with four. So I mean I, I'm not I'm I'm a guy I'm not really too into numbers and and stuff like that. You know what I mean I'm never like you're saying I've had a different number every single year almost. So I feel like I make the player makes a number more than the, the number makes a player kind of thing. There you go. Well, it's great to talk with you. This is the first time I've had a chance to talk with you. Like I said, I know Cougar fans really excited to have you on this roster and, and to see what's possible with you in the mix. So thank you so much, and uh, good luck against the Wolverines. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. That was Brandon Averett. Uh, really excited to have him on this roster. And uh, just in the first two games, you've seen it uh, paying dividends. He has uh, played really, really well. And I certainly only expect that to continue as the season goes on. Speaking of this season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we will head to the Marriott Center. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. That's coming up as Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Inching closer to tip off at the Marriott Center, BYU and Utah Valley. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Good evening, Mark. How was uh, your Saturday treating you? Really good Saturday and just took a nice long nap, still recovering from Thanksgiving and got a COVID test, you know, just the normal stuff. You know, that's 2020 in a nutshell right there. You take a nap, you get a COVID test. That's that yeah, old that old thing. It. 
So now I realize two games early in the season. What have been your early impressions of this team through the first two? Well, I mean, we talk a lot about the depth, but that really is what strikes you is uh, the ability to put so many different guys and combinations on the floor. And uh, I've, I've been excited to see a lot of the, the younger guys like, uh, you know, Caleb Lohner and Spencer Johnson, Gideon George and Jesse Wade and, and go down the list. It's, it's fun to see that Brandon Averett, you know, they're, they're, they're all really good players that can help this team. And, you know, obviously a lot of worries after last year losing so many good players, like all-time type players nice. and leadership and how you're going to recover from that. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how these guys develop. I think we'll get to see uh, Matt Harms. I don't know if he'll start tonight. He or Loner will, will start in this one, but uh, I think he'll play, and it'll be good to get a first glance at him, and that, that'll be fun to see him play. Yeah, I think everybody's excited to see what, uh, what uh, Matt Harms can do. This is a guy that everybody knew how big of a get it was to have him pick BYU over the likes of Kentucky. And so uh, it'll be nice to see him play tonight. Uh, that's the good news in terms of the BYU bigs. The bad news is we found out that Gavin Baxter is done for the year, suffered a season-ending ACL injury. You'll hear more from head coach Mark Pope uh, when he sits down with Greg Rubel uh, coming up in about 15 or 20 minutes more on that situation. But it, you, you knew it probably wasn't going to end well when you saw Gavin go down in the first half. Uh, on Thursday night, and unfortunately, uh, what we all feared is what happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually sick about it. Uh, I, lo- I like Gavin a lot, and uh, I know how much he has worked to get to where he's at, especially after that injury. He looked so good in the first game and comfortable. And I thought this is a real opportunity for him to have a breakout season, and I, I know how much he wanted that. It's just, I mean, it's just sickening that can happen, and uh, I wish I wish him the best. And I, I would just say, you know, tomorrow we watch, or whenever we watch Taysom Hill play, I mean, he's a guy that had four season-ending injuries, and now he's starting NFL games at quarterback. And so, I mean, it's not the end, end of your life or anything like that. I have confidence that Gavin will work to get back to where he wants to be again. But, man, I just I just can't imagine. So that's that's a hard one to swallow. I, I guess the one thing I would say is it's not good for him, but just from a team perspective, I'm glad it, it happened when it did and it happened early. And this team will not have to recover from that kind of midseason, but that they can, you know, other guys can step up. I mean, this is – you never, ever, let's be clear, never wish any harm on anybody. Yeah. But if you're a player, I like my off my mission, I wasn't going to see much time with Kevin Nixon on the floor. And he got hurt, and that was, an, that was an opportunity for me to show what I could do and to get some minutes. And you look at guys like uh, Wyatt Lowell and, and Harward and Caleb Lohner, and this is a great opportunity to get some real significant minutes here now. And, step up your game and so this the whole team has to kind of rally around that fortunately you have a little depth at that at the you know the big guy spot and, and you got harms like we talked about but man i just i feel sick about it for gavin i, I love the kid and uh, but then you just you've got to put your head down and find a way to win games uh, whoever you put on the floor well and to your point in this was obviously in the course of play on thursday when the injury happened the guy that got the bulk of those minutes was Caleb Lohner. Now, if Matt Harms is in the mix, maybe that's a little different. But a, but a guy like Caleb Lohner, you know, this is a guy that certainly you would think would see maybe more minutes. He was going to play regardless, but now he may see more minutes than they originally were planning on. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he may get the start tonight. We'll see. But he's definitely going to be an integral rotation guy. And the good thing about a lot of these guys is they can play, multi, you know, whether it's the five or the four, or even jump out to the three. Uh, you know, Harms is a good three-point shooter. Colby is. Uh, White Lowell is a terrific three-point shooter. Still, I'm still on the fence about Caleb. His three-point shooting at first night wasn't too good, but I think he can shoot it. And they're all pretty versatile guys. You know, Colby's more of a kind of a five guy. But, you know, you, you just different matchups, however you want to play, and uh, a lot of options for, for uh, Coach Pope. And, uh, again, the thing about Gavin, he, d- he did some unique things, really good shot blocker and more of a jumper. And it says athleticism. Or athleticism, yeah. I mean, that, that's hard to find that, hard to replace that. But you do have a bunch of big bodies in there, which which is nice to have. And, and again, not the end of the, the season for you if you're if you're BYU. Uh, if just as a team from a team perspective, it's not like you're losing. Um, uh, and I say this in the best possible way. I don't think anybody on this team is irreplaceable. They are in in certain ways, but I think this team that, that's the strength of this team is what I'm trying to say right. is that it has depth, and it's not the end of the world if somebody gets in foul trouble or if he gets hurt or whatever. You have you can still win games because you have that depth. UVU will probably be the most complete team that BYU has faced, and they're even without a couple of guys. Two of their bigs, a 6'9 guy and a 6'10 guy, plus uh, Colby Lafeson not expected to play. So they're down some, but I still think from top to bottom this will be the most complete team that the Cougars will have faced in the first three games. What stands out to you about the Wolverines? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be the way it goes this year, isn't it? Teams are going to be dealing with a bunch of different stuff, so you just – like, I think the Broncos don't have a quarterback, and they're going to play. They're going to start a running back at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, figure it out, and uh, don't don't complain about it too much. But, yeah, hard to know much about UVU because they have so many guys new. And uh, But, you know, just looking at the box score, the, the line that uh, Fardaz, AMAC, I think is how you pronounce it, had is, is ridiculous. 24, 24 and 18. Point, and 18. He had six offensive rebounds, <laughs> more than the rest of his team. To get. So, obviously, that sparked my interest. He, he'll be a real challenge for BYU. But three guys scoring over 20 in the opener, that's pretty impressive. So, I think they'll play fast. They'll play with BYU. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game and, and the, the most competitive game we've seen yet for BYU. I, I don't want to focus too much on this. It, it obviously hasn't been a an issue in terms of wins or losses because BYU's been blowing out the first two opponents they've had. Sooner or later, the Cougars are going to get in a close game, and the free throw shooting will come up. I do expect it to improve, but right now, what's your concern level with that? It's pretty high. Uh, they weren't a great free throw shooting team last year, but they were all right. You just, I mean, it's, it's free. You got like my wife, you know, if she gets a free deal, she's going to go. She's going to make it happen. And you, not a lot of things in life are free. So especially guys like uh, Harward, who I think is a, is a decent free throw shooter. I think he's just a little nervous and getting first first free throws. But th- those are the guys you need. It's not so much Barcelo and and Averett. Those guys, they'll be fine. But the big guys, and you get those offensive rebounds, you go up, you're going to get fouled. You're going to get opportunities. And if you're a big guy that can't shoot free throws, that 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 hurts you, man. You, that, if you, and can you have can you be on the floor at the end of the game? You know, can the coach trust you to be on the floor? So, concerns me a little. I, I think they're better than they've shown. So we'll see after maybe five or six games where that number is. But it, it's important. Final question, Mark. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orem proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? 
Yeah, I, I think uh, got to really control uh, Fardos and and uh, if, I think if you out rebound UVU, I don't think they're going to come in here and, and out shoot BYU. So I'm going to go with out the rebounding number. Uh, if BYU out rebounds uh, both offensively and, and just a normal number, the Cougars should roll. That's what I'm going to say. All right, I like it. I like the optimism. I think you're right, Mark. Great stuff as always. Thanks for the insight, and uh, we'll hear you coming up in a few minutes with Greg. All right, my brother. See you. There we go. Our courtside conversation with Mark Duran. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back, wrap things up, plus give you a couple of scores from Top 25 College Basketball, and we've got some college football as well. We've got it all for you. We'll do it next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union. We're getting closer to BYU's tip-off at the Marriott Center against UVU. Cougars not the only local team playing earlier today. Southern Utah defeated St. Catherine at 95-47. That is the only other game. There was originally supposed to be a game between Weber State and Dixie. That game got postponed, or excuse me, not postponed, it got canceled due to COVID issues. All right, top 25 college basketball. Ten and a half minutes to go in the first half. Number two, Baylor leading Louisiana 21-16. Notre Dame with a one-point lead at number 13, Michigan State 18-17. Number nine, Duke defeats Coppin State 81 to 71. And number three, Villanova trailing Virginia Tech. The Hokies with a one point lead early in this game. Still 15 minutes to go in the first half, seven to six in favor of Virginia Tech. West Coast Conference action Santa Clara with a 10 point lead over Nichols at 49 39. Portland earlier today defeated William Jessup 83 to 73. And LMU falls to Minnesota. The Gophers win 88 to 73. All right, top 25 college football. Games going on right now. Number 5 Texas A&M with a 10-nothing lead over LSU. Number 9 Georgia leading South Carolina 21 to 7. Alabama defeating Auburn 42-13. Number 3 Clemson defeats Pitt 52-17. The Florida Gators 24 points better than Kentucky at 34 to 10. Michigan State with the upset of number 8 Northwestern. That is good news for BYU come Tuesday when the college football rankings come out. At least we hope is the case. Michigan State 29-20 over Northwestern. Indiana defeats Maryland 27 to 11. Number 20 Coastal Carolina winning at Texas State 49 to 14 and 23rd ranked Oklahoma State defeating Texas Tech 50 to 44. Uh BYU's next football opponent, San Diego State. They are trailing at Colorado Buffs with a 20-10 lead. And in Washington, the University of Utah leading 7-0, 12 minutes to go in the second quarter. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With the BYU victory tonight, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday when you use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. 
Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now, let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening and happy holiday weekend, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center on the Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah. For a third game in four nights to open the College Hoops campaign tonight, it's the UCCU Crosstown Clash between BYU and Utah Valley, the neighbors from down the road, renewing acquaintances after not meeting last season. I'm Greg Rubel with your play-by-play commentary. Tonight with me is the former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And Mark, it's been a a frantic start to the season. Back-to-back games Wednesday, Thursday. Tonight's game, then followed by a trip back east for the team tomorrow. Then three games in five days next week, including two in Connecticut, all of them away from home, the ones next week at least. We're going to find out really early uh, how good and, well, how deep right now and, and resilient this yeah. team is. A lot of games coming at you, but you got to do it, and I, I like it, actually. I, Greg, I really like how this is set up. It's like my favorite movie, What About Bob? And Bob just takes baby steps, and this is about baby steps. you got a, a home game to start it off against a lesser team, and then you can increase that level of difficulty against New Orleans. Now you got UVU. That's a harder game. Then you go on the road. You play really good competition. Then you're going to go at – at the spectrum next week. I mean, so, listen, that that's a nice ladder. You're kind of building on each other. And, and the, without a preseason, that's the way to go. This is basically you, you got your preseason games. A lot of young guys getting their first minutes, figuring out chemistry, figuring out what lineups work, and who Coach Pope could trust out there on the floor. So I, I like it. Bring, bring on all the games you got because you never know you're going to lose some games. So bring them on when you can. The Cougs are doing the work, Mark. They're doing the work. They need to take a vacation from their <laughs> problems. And they got a couple. We'll get to that in a second. The season is young, but yes, uh, BYU already dealing with some injury woes from the get-go. After this, we'll hear the latest on the Cougars personnel situation from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. We're live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. Coming to you live from the Marriott Center in Provo tonight, 2-0 BYU playing the UCCU Crosstown Clash against 1-0 Utah Valley. The Wolverines had a Wednesday opener at Stanford canceled due to COVID concerns. They were cleared to play on Thanksgiving Day and beat lower division foe Adams State 100-75. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, who of course led UVU for four successful seasons before coming back down University Parkway to lead the Cougar Hoops program. And the story leaving Thursday's win over New Orleans was the health status of Gavin Baxter. He was hurt in the first half, didn't look good. And Coach Pope in our pregame interview now updates us on the Gavin Baxter injury situation. Just devastating news on Gavin. Uh, He tore his ACL, so... Um, obviously, he's so so disappointed, and and the team is devastated for him. He's, you know, he, he made such a courageous effort to get back last year um, before the end of the season, and really really helped us uh, complete a season. And then he worked all so hard all off season, so he's gonna have to start over again. And uh, you know, the great thing about Gavin is he's one of the toughest guys I know, and uh, he's gonna make this into a really miraculous story. But going through the process is really tough. So um, it was a t- tough tough blow for us. So his season is over right as it begins. Yes. How do you plan to start uh, without Gavin tonight? So, um, you know, all things COVID-related, that'll be a game-time decision. Um, Matt Harms has had a couple really good days of work. 
so we're going to let him warm up tonight and see how he feels. And um, depending on what feedback we get, we may be able to just play him for one rotation to start the game. Uh, in which case we might start him in one position or we might feel like, now nah, we might be able to get a couple rotations out of him and we'll start him in a different spot. So, you know, I don't even know the answer to that yet. That'll be 10 minutes before tip. Okay, you have some options. We know that uh, you did start Caleb at the second half without Gavin the other night, right? Yeah, and Caleb's been fantastic. He's bringing us so much energy. He's been really terrific. and So he's prepared to go. Gideon will play some four for us. Wyatt will play some four, and we'll just do it by committee. Not to, to gloss over losing a great player like Gavin Baxter, because uh, it's a huge loss for this team. Are you maybe as well equipped as a coach could hope to be to deal with that kind of setback? Yeah, I mean, listen, we have a, we have a, we have a lot of capable guys, um, you know, and a lot of guys that are, are smart basketball players. And so, we'll, we'll, you know, and, and listen, we're going to face changes right up until tip-off every single day. Um, you know, uh, a lot of times you're waiting for tests and you come back until an hour before tip. So it's just as the nature of the season and the mm-hmm. teams that are prepared and, and have enough fortitude to kind of keep pushing ahead uh, through the changes and stay focused are going to be really successful. All right, UVU tonight then. Uh, three games in four nights and three distinct challenges uh, for your guys. Yeah, again, really, really different look for us, which we're excited about, um, and in condensed time, which we're excited about because it's going to be an incredible test. Every in-state game is always a, a real test for your team. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, where teams might be ranked in the country. Every single time you play an in-state game, it's just a battle uh, uh, of all battles. And that's why we love them is because they, they expose everything about us uh, that, that, you know, that we need to work on and fix and improve on. And that's our goal through the season is to get better every single day. So this will be another great test for us. They, you know, they have a, a you know, featured player uh, in the middle. Uh, is uh, um, Faradaz Amak, who's uh, who's incredibly capable. I think he was 24 and 18, and yep. about 20 minutes uh, two nights ago. And six he's, of the 18 were offensive. Yeah, and he's a he's a huge body. He's got great hands and great feet. Uh, Mark and his staff have done an unbelievable job helping him grow, um, and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And he's you know at the end of the day. He's, Maybe has the potential to be one of the best bigs in the entire Western United States. He's really, really talented. Mm. And then you got a backcourt that's um, got some length at the two and three in JJ Overton and and Latre. You know, six six and six four, really athletic, really long, really really mobile. Uh, get a ton of deflections. Take some pride in the defensive end of the ball and are really slashers getting to the rim. So this will be a this will be a really and and I didn't even mention uh, you know Trey um, Woodbury Woodbury yeah. who is. You know, coming off his best game as a as a Utah Valley Wolverine, uh, was a highly highly recruited player out of high school. Um, was a little disenfranchised at UNLV and so transferred to UVU last year, and and it seems like he's really found himself. So a really talented group that Mark is going to do special things with, and it's a great challenge for us. We're we're excited about it and excited to learn more about who we are. What do you want to see from your guys uh, tonight that maybe you haven't seen enough of yet, maybe through two games? Well, the, the first test for us is can we come out and fight again, right? This is three games and four nights uh, with, with a lot of drama in, in, in between. And, and um, so that's our biggest test is, like, what kind of fortitude and staying power and toughness do we have? That is, that is, this is a beautiful, beautiful challenge for us in terms of that. Can you finish three out of four in an in-state game? and play with the same intensity and toughness. So that's the first thing that I'm really excited about, learning about where we are right now. I'm also learning about, uh, excited about learning about how 
well we can handle penetration uh, with length and quickness and how we can do with the big fella inside. So um, we're going to learn about all those things and, and, and a bunch more tonight, and this will be a really, really important step for us in figuring out who we are and trying to get better. Another journey of discovery begins soon. Coach Pope, thank you for the pregame conversation. We'll talk to you postgame. Thanks, Greg. That is Mark Pope and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online and pick up curbside by the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com for details. Coming up next, it is the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show, live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Tip-Off Show is also brought to you by BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation, welcoming you back inside the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah for BYU and UBU in the UCCU Crosstown Clash, presented by Utah Community Credit Union, official sponsor of the Crosstown Clash between BYU and Utah Valley. Every game, every season brought to you by your friends at UCCU. The local rivalry tonight uh, being contested for a sixth time. BYU's won four of five. The one BYU loss came here in Provo with Mark Pope on the UVU sidelines. It was in 2016, and the Wolverines won that one, 114-101. Tonight's game featuring two players on the UVU roster who used to play for BYU, Blaze Neald and Colby Lafson, and three BYU players who used to play for UVU, Richard Howard, Brandon Averett, and Wyatt Lowell. And of course, the BYU coaching staff coming over almost entirely intact from UVU. Head coach Mark Pope, assistant coaches Chris Burgess and Cody Feger, and operations director Bobby Hordusky. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Brett Pine of the BYU Athletic Communications Department is our statistician and assistant. Jason Shepard is our studio host. Control board operator Cole Wissinger. Terry South is our coordinating producer, and our engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Great to have you with us tonight on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, as a positive as the start to the season has been for BYU 2-0, the one negative is a big one uh, surrounding the big men. Matt Harms has yet to play for BYU through two games, but he should play tonight coming off his ankle injury. Now Gavin Baxter's done for the year with an ACL. Mark, it's a good thing BYU's deep and has other big guys on the roster because they're all going to be needed now to compensate. Well, listen, Greg, you wouldn't know this by looking at me, but I love donuts, okay? And if I have a dozen donuts, I got a lot of donut depth, as you might say. But uh, if I eat one, especially one of my favorites, I got less donuts. And I don't have the, I don't have the French cruller or something like that. And I, I lost a French cruller in Gavin Baxter, and I don't mean to make light of it, but point is, even though you still got a lot of options and you're glad you have that depth, it's not the same. Uh, but I, I am excited to see Matt Harms play. You know, he's he's a favorite donut. I'm I'm just kind of salivating over him because I think he's going to be really something and is a game changer. Very few guys are game changers, but when he's on the floor, teams are going to have to play differently against BYU. So that'll be exciting. But man, heartbreaker for Gavin. But that's uh, all you can do is move on and keep playing and win games. So we'll see. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from UVU head coach Mark Madsen as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
At Intermountain Healthcare, we understand that broken arms haven't stopped. Babies continue to be born. Emergencies continue to happen. And doctor visits are still needed. At Intermountain Healthcare, we've put the measures in place to safely care for you in these difficult times. So please, don't put off the care you need, especially for stroke-like symptoms, chest pain, difficulty breathing, or other urgent care. We're here for you. Visit IntermountainHealthcare.org slash here for you to learn how to get the care you need. This is the Cooper Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. All right, back on the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show. BYU and UVU coming up at the top of the hour in the UCCU Crosstown Clash. Uh, the Wolverines, Coach Mark Madsen, 16 new players on the roster this season. The entire starting five, five of the top seven scores from last season were lost. So season number two for Coach Madsen sees UVU starting over in a sense. I talked with Coach a short time ago here at the Marriott Center about the challenge of uh, turning new players into a team with a tall task on tap tonight. It's coming along well. It took a little bit of time to install our defensive principles. Uh, obviously, we we use a, a few principles that that NBA teams use, and so those are new and a little bit more advanced than some college guys are used to. But it, you know, after three or four weeks, that they, they got it. Uh, an example of that would just be icing on the wings, for example. It's one of the coverages that we have. That that's that's new. It's foreign to some players coming straight out of you know another program or out of JUCO or out of even high school. Okay. With this group that you put on the floor uh, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, is this something you is that is this a, a, a five that you think will stay together for a while or was it a, was it a test run? I mean, I think the best players are going to play. Um, obviously, we, we started the way we did uh, on Thanksgiving Day, and we're going to start the same way tonight against BYU. I, I would anticipate there there will be some changes throughout the year. I was telling the guys, hey, look, it doesn't matter. First of all, the goal should be to get minutes and to contribute in a meaningful way. Last year, I think we had four or five different starting lineups. Uh, we had injuries. We had lineup changes. We, we had guys out for different reasons. And so really it's uh, when your name is called, be ready is the mantra that we have at UVU. A couple of guys with BYU connections, uh, one whom we'll see tonight, one who will not. Uh, Blaze Neal played minutes for you on Thursday. Colby Lapeson uh, not on the floor right now. Blaze Neal was fantastic. Blaze Neal was aggressive. Uh, he, he's defensively, he, he disrupts so many things. He gets deflections. He gets steals. He's, he's talking. He's vocal. Um, I thought Blaze played a great game, uh, came in and made some plays offensively as well. Colby's one of the best shooters in the country, and, and we're, we're grateful and happy he's in the program. Colby Lafson is, is a tremendous human being as well, as is Blaze. And uh, Colby right now, is uh, he's, he's not with us due, due to some, some COVID reasons, but he'll be with us very soon. Okay, uh, you're starting big on, on Thursday. It was tremendous in his first game in a Wolverine uniform. Can you tell us a little bit more about your Mercer transfer? Fardaz Amok is uh, a savant inside. He's tough. He, he's explosive. He has, he has phenomenal touch. And he's someone who's always working. Fardaz came to me early in the season. He said, Coach, I want you to be harder on me than anyone else. And he's embraced that. And I've, I've, done, that. I've done that with him. I've, you know, he wants it. I'm giving it to him. And, and sometimes it might be a little bit too much, but we have a great working relationship and a great personal relationship. And, you know, throughout the course of a season, he and I will go, go through ups and downs together, but that relationship is strong. And, uh, you know, we're going to push each other to be the best we can be. Do you take particular personal interest in players like him for the position he plays yeah. in your experience? 
you, you know, I, I take personal interest in guys that go out there and play as hard as possible every minute. If they're the point guard, if they're the big man, uh, whatever position they may be. Um, you know, I think having played the exact same position as Fardas, I can offer him some unique insights. Mm-hmm. And I can, you know, veteran tricks, um, different positioning, wh- positioning things, way to find angles to get layups. Um, but, but really, whether it's a point guard or a big man, I love every single one of our players, and the guys that play the hardest are the guys I love the most. Okay. And finally, uh, this BYU team, they've had a couple of games already. What do they show you? BYU has a great team. They can shoot it from the outside. I think, I think you guys might have set a, a record for the Marriott Center for made threes in your first game or something well, close yes, to it. Well, yes, it ties a record set by UVU. Yeah. So a few years ago, UVU hit 18 threes, and that went over BYU here, and BYU tied that mark the other night. Right. And, and so obviously BYU can shoot the ball very well. BYU has tremendous physicality inside. Harward is, he's a beast in there. He's a, be- he, he's a gentleman off the court and on the court. He's throwing people around like a rag doll. He has a gift. Um, you, know, you look at Caleb Lohner. You look at the work that he's put into his game. Um, obviously, Harms has been out. You know, I'm hearing he'll play tonight. But um, in terms of that front line that they have up there, it's, it's impressive. Lee from Idaho. Lee is physical. Lee is strong. Lee has a really nice touch in there from, you know, Lee, Lee is intriguing because he can make threes, shot close to 50% last year, and yet at the same time, he gets close to the basket and he throws everything in, a floater, a jump hook, a turnaround, a turnaround backhand stick. And so, you know, I'm, I'm missing some BYU players uh, that, that I'm speaking about, but we have great respect for their team and the program and, and the job they're doing. Coach Madsen, it's great to see you here in the Marriott Center, and uh, we, we hope this becomes, again, an annual thing. Is that how we should look for this down the line? Well, I think uh, we, we have an agreement for three total games. This is the first, and, okay. and next year and the year after we'll be playing for sure. Um, okay. we, we love playing the best teams in Utah, and BYU year in and year out is always you know a top program. So we're, we're grateful to be here. We're excited about the game. Coach, thanks again. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Greg. Take care. That is Mark Madsen, coach of the UVU Wolverines. BYU fans, whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. BYU and UVU coming up in the UCCU Crosstown Clash. More pregame coverage next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and UVU straight ahead in the UCCU Crosstown Clash. BYU seeking its first 3-0 start since 2016-17, the same season in which Utah Valley won its only game in the series with BYU. Mark, uh, what or who has been the biggest revelation to you through two games of the 2020-21 season? I'd say a couple of the UVU transfers. First, Brandon Averett really has stepped in nicely to fill that T.J. Haas spot. And then you look at Richard Harward and he moved, I mean, he's big, and I thought, well, he'd be another big guy, but he moves like a combination of a gazelle and a Brahma bull. The guy is, he can move that body. It's been fun to watch. All right, did you know that BYU Student Alumni Association runs the largest food drive in Utah County, and they've been doing it for more than 20 years, teaming up with Community Action Services. You can turn $1 into three meals or 15 pounds of food. Go to fooddrive.byu.edu to help families in need this holiday season. That's fooddrive.byu.edu. Time for our last break. A final word before tip-off is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.